Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It's new. It's amazing. It's Prell. P-R-E-L-L Prell Shampoo. Yes, Procter & Gamble's new Radiant Cream Shampoo in the handy tube. Prell brings you the life of Riley. The shampoo that removes unsightly dandruff, leaves hair radiantly lovely, presents The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Last week, Chester Riley's son, Junior, came home with some wonderful news. During the night, there'd been a small fire in his school, and now it's to be closed for one week for repairs. So Junior and his pal Egbert Gillis decided to take advantage of the holiday by going to a Boy Scout camp near Lake Arrowhead. News of this decision soon reached the ears of their doting fathers, and Riley Sr. said, I absolutely forbid it. Now, I don't want no arguments, Junior. It's time you learned there's somebody at the head of this house, and you've got to do what the head of the house says. And the head of this house says you can't go. And I agree with your mother. the house next door, Egbert Gillis's father said, Egbert, I absolutely forbid it. Now, it's no use pestering me. Yesterday I forbode it, today I forbid it, and if you ask me tomorrow, I'll forboot it again. <laughs> but teenage boys are persistent, and then Riley said, Please don't go, Junior, I'll miss you. I see so little of you. I thought this week we could pal around together, so don't go. I'll double your allowance. I'll triple it. Just think, Junior, 60 cents a week. And next door, Gillis said, Eggbite, Eggbite, sweetheart, you don't want to leave your papa. If you stay, I'll buy you a nice present, huh? What do you say? Don't go, and I'll get you a brand new lawnmower. (laughs) But the boys were stubborn, so finally each father had to put his foot down. I don't care what your mother says. You can't go, Eggbite. Nothing will make me change my mind. It's no use begging, Junior. I said you can't go, and that's final. I have made up my head. Bye, Junior. Goodbye, Egg Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 There they go, Gillis. Yeah. They couldn't wait for the bus to pull out. Fine kids we got. They get a week's vacation, and instead of staying home where they can spend a little time with their fathers for a change, they rush off. Yeah. And where do they go? To some wild wilderness where there's nothing to look at but weasels, coyotes, and skunks. Instead of, <laughs> instead of staying home and looking at us. <laughs> you, Riley, this here younger generation, they're ungrates. Pure, adulterated ungrates. Yeah. You'd think they'd have a little affection for us after all we'd done for them. Yeah. Remember when the cop come after them for stealing a donut from Dingle's Bakery? Who swore they was innocent? I did. And who ate up all the evidence? I did. (laughs) (laughs) 
But you think they remember that? No. But when we was kids, we loved our father. You bet we did. I always thought of my father as an idol. Mine never waked me, but I loved him just the same. <laughs> Everywhere my father went, I wanted to go. Yeah, me too. He used to take me to all the ball games. Every game we were there together. He'd sell the hot dogs and I'd smear on the mustard. <laughs> Believe me, Riley, being a father is only grief. You raise a son, you feed him, you dress him, you educate him. And in the end, what do you got? An empty room. That's until he gets married, then the room gets crowded. <laughs> Gillis, our kids have got to be taught a lesson. They got to learn that you don't get something for nothing. If you want love, you got to give love. You're right. Love breeds love. We'll show those kids. They want to go, let them. We'll show them it don't bother us none. That's the idea. We'll show them we don't care. We won't even write to them. You bet. Besides, with them going, who we get the right for us? <laughs> yes, sir, Gillis, we'll show them. Yeah, it's easy to say, but I know you, Riley. You get soft. You'll crack. Oh, no, no, not me. Not this time. If anybody cracks, it'll be you. When it comes to Egbert, you always were a softy. Who, me? Yeah, you. Just yesterday, you took a filet mignon that was for your dinner, a dollar fifty a pound, and you put it on Egbert's black eye. Well, it was only fair. After all, I gave him the black eye. <laughs> he walked into a door I was opening. But don't you worry about me. Well, okay. From now on, no sentiment. We're making a pact. It's a pact. For the next week, them boys don't exist. We're cutting them down from our family tree. Right. And when they've learned their lesson, we hang them up again. Oh, Riley, is that all you're going to eat? I ain't hungry, Dumplin'. What's the matter with you, anyway? You've been mooning around all day. You won't eat, you won't talk. Why are you in such an ugly mood? I ain't in an ugly mood. Don't judge by my face. <laughs> Inside, I feel swell. Oh, you don't fool me. I know. What's bothering you? You miss Junior. I do not. Why should I miss him? The minute he left, I put him out of my mind just like that. I never gave him another thought. Two days, 12 hours, and eight minutes since he left, and he hasn't written yet. So you do miss him. Well, what's wrong with that? After all, he's been with us 13 years now, ever since he was born. Why, I grew up with him. And he's a fine boy. Uh, the least he can do is drop a line to show that he remembers he's got a father. Oh, Riley, be sensible. After all, he's my boy, too. I love him and I miss him, but I don't get all upset just because he's away for a few days. Oh, yeah, you can talk like that. You've never been his father. <laughs> you didn't go through what I went through when he was born. Well, and I thought I heard everything. He just don't care about me. After all, how long does it take to write a six-page letter? Never mind a letter, a card. One word, regards. He don't even have to sign it. I'd know it was from him. Riley, I know you're very fond of Junior, but don't forget you've got another child. Who? Why, Riley! Oh, yeah, 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 Babs, yeah. Yeah, Babs, he's a sweet girl. You know, you, you've always been closer to Junior than you've been to Babs. Well, now's your chance to get to know her better. Well, gee, I love Babs, but... Well, she's not like Junior. When we play catch, she throws the ball like a girl. And if we went fishing, would she bite a worm in half with her teeth like Junior does? Oh, Riley. Of course she throws a ball like a girl. That's because she is a girl. Yeah, that must be the reason. 
girls need a father's companionship as much as boys. You ought to show some interest in the things that interest Babs. Go on, talk to her. It'll cheer you up. Yeah. Yeah, why not? What if Junior is going? I can get along without him. I've got my little Babs. Oh, Babs! Babsy! I'm here, Daddy. Oh, hello, Babsy. You mind if I sit down? Of course not, Daddy. Oh, wait, I'll move these magazines. Oh, yeah. Well, I, uh, I just thought I'd drop in and have a friendly little talk. <laughs> All right, Daddy. Let's talk. Yeah. Well, uh... Uh, uh, excuse me. Peg, Peg. What is it? What'll I talk about? Oh, for heaven's sake, talk about anything. Talk about school. Yeah, school, that's it, yeah. Well, uh, tell me, Babs, how's school? Fine. <laughs> well, that one's shot. Special on your mind, Daddy? Huh? Oh, no, no, nothing at all. My mind's a perfect blank. <laughs> I just wanted to talk. Uh, uh, what's that you're reading there, honey? Oh, just a magazine. You wouldn't be interested in it. Well, who wouldn't? I'm very interested in magazines. I read Esquire every week. <laughs> Daddy, Esquire only comes out once a month. Yeah, I know. I, I read it four times. <laughs> well, this is a fashion magazine. Oh, fashion magazine. Well, let me see. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that around. Hopper's Buzzer. <laughs> Bizarre, Daddy. Well, you mind if I look at it with you? Oh, Daddy, it's mostly about women's clothes. You wouldn't care about that. No, no, I do. I'm interested in everything that interests you. You tell me all about it, right? Well, they've got two of the most gorgeous dresses you've ever seen. They're divine. Well, tell me more. I'm all ears. <laughs> well, I can't make up my mind which I like best. Now, this one here is a taffeta with a sweetheart neck and a dirndl skirt. Huh? But this one's a file dress with a bustle back, leg of mutton sleeve, and a cowl neck. Which one do you like? Well, uh, well, you look beautiful with mutton legs and a cow's neck. <laughs> but I, I'd like to see you in, in this one here. I, I oh, think you a... would? Oh, yeah. Daddy, you're an angel. It's only $30, but now, I never dreamed you'd buy it for me. Now, wait a minute, Dad. I just a minute. Back. Oh, you're an angel, Daddy. I've got to find the way and tell you you're going to buy it. Now, wait, Babs, I... Oh, well, so I'll wear this suit another four years. Well, dear, did you have a nice talk with Babs? Uh, some conversation. Three minutes, and it cost me 30 bucks. <laughs> I could have phoned long distance for that, though. Only I don't know anybody who lives further than Glendale. <laughs> hey, wait, I do know someone. Junior. I could have phoned Junior. I still can. Oh, if I could just hear his voice. Well... Go ahead. It only costs a dollar. Yeah, I, I could... No. No, no I, I can't. Gillis might find out. Well, what's Gillis got to do with it? Well, we sort of agreed that we'd teach those boys a lesson, show them that we don't miss them. Oh, that's ridiculous. Never mind, Gillis. Go on and phone. But we made a pact. We shook hands on it. There's only one way out. I'll be a diplomat. I'll break the pact. <laughs> But we've got to keep this from Gillis. Stop worrying about Gillis. Go on and phone. Okay. Well, dial the operator. Shh. First, I want to make sure that Gillis ain't listening in on the party line. Ever since we both got the same party line, he's always listening. Yeah, okay. The coast is clear. Long distance? 
I, I, I want to put in a person-to-person -person call to Junior Riley at Camp High Point in Lake Arrowhead. I am sorry. There is some trouble with the lines in Lake Arrowhead. There will be a two-hour delay. A uh, two-hour... Uh, oh, that's... Uh... Six o'clock, yeah. Well, okay, call me back when you get him. Gladstone 9989J. Poor Gillis. <laughs> he must be suffering, but it's his own fault. He just ain't smart enough to think of a double cross like this. <laughs> That's no use. Ever since my egg boot's gone, I can't stand it no more. Living in an empty house with nobody but my wife. <laughs> I don't care what I promised Riley. Oh, I, I want to talk person to person to Egg White Gillis and Pacey. Camp High Point, Lake Arrowhead. Sorry, sir. There will be a two-hour delay. Yeah, okay, I'll be here. This is Party Line Gladstone 9989K. I feel better already. <laughs> Poor Riley. <laughs> well, what he don't know won't hurt me. Oh, you uh, you out here, Gillis? Oh, hello, Riley. Yeah, just taking a nose full of fresh air. Uh, fresh air. Uh, it's, 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 it's a nice night, huh, Gillis. Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Gillis, well, why don't you go for a nice long walk? Get get away from the house? No, I I think I'll hang around the house here. Uh, uh, why why don't you go for a long walk? Oh no no I I, I think I'll hang around too. Well, uh, Riley, how goes it? You uh, missing Junior? Who? Junior. Oh, my wife's son. <laughs> you, you missing Egbert? No. Why should I miss him? We agreed to put him out of our minds, didn't we? Yeah, it's the smartest thing we ever did. It just goes to show you what willpower can do. Well, sure. <laughs> what time is it, Riley? Uh, three minutes and ten seconds to six. Uh, well, well, what time have you got, Gillis? Three minutes, nine seconds to six. I'm a little fast. What time is it now, Gillis? Two minutes to six. What time you got? A minute and 59 seconds to six. What's the matter, Gillis? Your ears are quivering. Nothing, nothing. Don't. Hey, excuse, excuse me. I just, just remembered. remembered. I gotta, I gotta go, go to bed. bed. See you later. Oh, it was my phone. Thank heaven. Hello? On your call to Lake Arrowhead, I am trying to locate your party. Hold on, please. Yeah, okay. I'll hold on. Hello? Hello? Hello, is that you, pal? Yeah, yeah, this is me. Is that you, pal? Yeah, gee, your voice sounds so different. It sounds hoarse. You're so different, too. I can hardly recognize you. I think we got a bad connection. Do you miss me, pal? I'll say I do. Do you miss me? Every minute. I'm so lonesome. And you love me? Love you. Here's a kiss. And here's one for you. Uh-huh. Are you having fun? Well, what did you do today? Nothing much. I've been hanging around with that big Jake Riley. Well, I've been... <laughs> Gillis, it's you. Riley, it's you. You double-crosser. You put in a call for your junior. Oh, yeah? Well, you're a double-crosser, too. You put in a call for your Egbert. Yes, but you're the worst, Mr. Riley. You placed your call first. <laughs> the next time I use the telephone, I'm going to write instead. <laughs> Well, we'll bring you the second act of The Life of Riley in just a moment. And now, here's a glamour tip from our own glamour girl. I'm Tallulah the tube of Prell, and I've got a little something to tell. Your hair can be radiant, oh, so easy. All you gotta do is take me home and squeeze me. 
I'm Tallulah, the tube of prayer, and I'll make your hair look swell. It'll shine, it'll glow, so dandruff-free for radiant hair. Get a hold of me, Tallulah, the tube of prayer shampoo. Yes, folks, Tallulah's right. There's radiance for you in Prell, Procter & Gamble's Radiant Cream Shampoo. In fact, Prell leaves hair radiant the very first time you use it. Yes, more radiant than any soap shampoo. Soft, smooth, easy to manage. And Prell removes unsightly dandruff quickly in as little as three minutes. Doctor's examinations proved it. Try it the very next time you shampoo. Get Prell. Before Prell brings you the second act of The Life of Riley, I'd like to say thanks to all of you folks who have written to tell us how much you've enjoyed the new Life of Riley motion picture starring William Bendix with James Gleason and Rosemary DeCamp and John Brown as Digger O'Dell. We agree it's a very funny movie. And if you haven't seen it yet, don't miss The Life of Riley when it plays in your city. And now back to The Life of Riley. So all right, Riley, let's face it. So we both made a mistake. We broke under the strain and cracked the pack. Well, wait, Gillis, we, we didn't really crack the pack because we didn't actually talk to the boys. Yeah, that's right. The pack ain't cracked, it's still intact. <laughs> but from now on, we've got to be stronger than ever. And there's one way to make sure we don't give in. What do you mean? Well, we're both members in good standing of the BPLA. Yeah, but what's this got to do with the Brooklyn Patriots of Los Angeles? <laughs> we're taking the supreme oath of everlasting brotherly trust. No, not that. Not the supreme oath. The Constitution says you're only supposed to take that in times of catastrophes, like earthquakes, floods, epidemics, and eviction. Yeah, but <laughs> when a boy don't love his father, that's an emergency. Uh, Come on, the oath. Shake. Shake. Fingers to fingers, toes to toes. If I break this pact, break my nose. <laughs> I guess Daddy's out. Well, that's funny. He said he's staying in tonight. Oh, just listen to that, Mother. I wish the landlord would install a new hot water boiler. That's not the boiler. It's your father snoring. He must be in the living room. Oh, yes, there he is on the couch. <laughs> just listen to him, Mother. Now I know what to get you for your birthday. Earplugs. <laughs> he's talking in his sleep. Well, what's he saying? Well, I... I... Can't quite make it out. Darling, I love you. Oh, he's dreaming about you, Mother. He better be. When I come home from work, my first thought is of you. He does mean you, Mother. Oh, the sweet thing. Don't ever leave me. I can't live without you. Ah, oh, the darling. I'll wake him up with a kiss. Oh, thank you, Junior. Junior? I give a... Oh, oh, it's you. Where's Junior? I... Oh, it's only a dream. I forgot. He's gone. Oh, now listen, Riley. It's all right to love your son, but you're overdoing it. Junior goes away for a few days and you act like the world's ended. You mope around the house, you talk in your sleep. You better snap out of it. Yeah, but he didn't even write. Not even a card. Kids Junior's age never write. You know that, Daddy. Now, there's nothing to worry about. The scoutmaster at the camp takes good care of the boys. Besides, if anything went wrong, they'd let us know. Now, I know all that. Well, then, what are you so gloomy about? 
My missing. <laughs> My own son ignores me. I was always so good to him. I treated him like he was my own son. Some son, he don't write, he don't phone. As far as he's concerned, I ain't even alive. According to my records, he's wrong. <laughs> Who's that? It is I, Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. Oh, I, I didn't see you, Digger. Greetings, Riley. Going my way? Uh, no, I'm just strolling around a while while I walk. You know, Digger, life is full of disappointments. A man tries to be a nice guy, be a friend and a pal. And then in the end, someone lets him down. Please, let's not talk shop. <laughs> I feel terrible, Digger. It's my boy, Junior. He went camping three days ago, and gee, I miss him. Would you believe it? I saw him off at the station last Thursday, and since then, I ain't even heard from him. Oh, don't let that worry you, Riley. I've seen lots of people off, and I never heard from them. <laughs> But I don't mind. As long as I know where they are, I'm satisfied. Oh, but I miss him so much. Being a father is nothing but trouble. Ah, fatherhood. Frantically summoning a taxi when the little woman tells you the moment has arrived. Desperately speeding to the hospital at 60 miles per hour. Impatiently pacing the hospital corridor until the stalk arrives. And then rushing back to the pinochle game. <laughs> I adore pinochle. It's... Okay. My wife says I should go up to camp and see Junior. An excellent suggestion. Yeah, but I can't. Gillis and me made a solemn promise to ignore our boys, to teach them a lesson for desertness, and I got to keep my word. Besides, Gillis is watching me like a hawk. I see. Uh, but suppose Babs wanted to see her little brother. Naturally, you'd have to chaperone her on the trip. Yeah. Yeah, and then if Gillis found out, why... Hey, that's a great idea. We'll leave first thing in the morning. Digger, you're a real pal. Someday I'll do something for you. I'm sure you will. <laughs> well, cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off. Hurry up, Babs. I want to reach the camp before it gets dark. Oh, I'm exhausted. I still don't see why he had to take me along. I keep telling you, Babs, if Gillis finds out, you're my alibi. Well, let's go on. Yeah, now remember, keep close to me. There's wild animals around here. Wild animals? Well, sure, wolves and bears and coyotes. Bears? Well, now, don't be afraid. If a bear should jump out at you from the bush, start running. And don't worry, I'll be right in front of you. Now, come on. <laughs> let's go. Oh, gee, I can hardly wait to see Junior. Oh, I think I see the camp, Daddy. Where, where, where? There. You can see it through the trees. Yeah, that's it. Hurry up. Come on. Wait, Daddy. What's wrong? Listen. There's something in those bushes. There, 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 there is? Oh, it's some kind of an animal. Maybe it's a bear. A bear? No, 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 no. Don't be afraid. You stay here. I'll run and get help. It's coming toward us. It's looking at us. I see its hairy face. It's got long fangs and beady red eyes. Why, Mr. Gillis? Riley! Bear! Gillis! I thought you was a bear. I'll never trust you again. The minute I turn my back, you follow me. Oh, Riley, what's the use? Let's admit we're licked. I, 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 I can't stand it. After all, Egbert's my own fleshy blood. 
my only male son. Yeah, you're right, Gillis. Why fight nature? This has been the lonesomest week of my life. Look, there's the scoutmaster over there. Let's go ask him to get the boy. No, no, wait a minute, Gillis. Babs, you go get him and walk past this tree, and then we'll jump out and surprise him. Huh? Oh, all right, but you stay right there. Yeah. Oh, gee, Gillis, I hope we did the right thing in coming here. I hope so, too. Eggbait and Junior might not like it. Yeah, they might resent us, making sissies out of them. Maybe we better go home. No, no, no. We come this far. Let's stick it out. Yeah. Daddy. Hey, here comes Babs. Oh, Daddy. Where's Junior? Where's Eggboy? They're gone. Gone? Gone. What do you mean? Where'd they go? They ran away this morning. They went home. Home? They ran away home? Home? But this I came through ten miles of poison ivy? (laughs) Well, don't you see, Gillis? They went home because they couldn't stand being away from their fathers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They missed us. They love us. Yeah, and we were worried. Oh, this is the biggest thrill of my life. Here's the note they left. Yeah, let, let's see. Let's see what the little darlings say. We're going home. We can't stand it any longer. We miss our mothers. <laughs> their mothers? They love their mothers? What a revolting development this is. <laughs> We'll return in just a moment. There's a glamorous air about Prell washed hair. Yes, that's what you'll discover when you use Prell, Procter & Gamble's radiant cream shampoo. Because Prell helps hair to more glamour two ways. First, even in hardest water, Prell leaves hair more radiant than any leading cream shampoo. Yes, with Prell, your hair is radiantly soft, radiantly smooth, so easy to comb and manage. And second, Prell removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes. Doctor's examinations proved it. Try Prell yourself. As Tallulah says... I'm Tallulah, the tube of Prell. And I'll make your hair look swell. It'll shine, it'll glow, so dandruff-free. For radiant hair, get a hold of me. Tallulah, the tube of Prell shampoo. I'm home. Is Junior here yet? Yes, he's sound asleep. Did he tell you why he left camp? Well, yes, he did, I guess he loves you more than he loves me. Oh, no, Riley, don't be silly. Oh, I don't mind. That's life. You find it in every family. Anyway, it works out even in the end. The boy loves the mother the most, and the girl loves the father the least. (laughs) Folks... Folks, this is Riley, alias William Bendix, saying goodbye for a while and hoping you will be with us again when we return to the air Friday night, October 7th, over your NBC station. Tonight marks the close of four happy years of broadcasting the life of Riley for Procter & Gamble, makers of our favorite shampoo, Prell. And we wish our sponsor and you folks who have allowed us to visit you every week a wonderful summer and good luck to you all. See you in October. Shampoo has presented the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley and wishes them the best of everything when they return to the air next fall. And don't miss the hilarious new motion picture comedy, The Life of Riley, now playing in most cities throughout the country. Tonight's script is by Alan Lipscott and Reuben Schiff. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow, Digger Odell is John Brown, Babs is Barbara Eiler, Junior is Tommy Cook. Mitchell Lindemann directs with music by Lou Kozlow. And thanks to John Morris, Floyd Caton, and Ralph Reed of NBC. 
The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. And remember, for more radiant hair, free of unsightly dandruff, get the shampoo in the tube. P-R-E-L-L, Prell Shampoo. Wash your dishes with ivory snow. It's kind to hands and speedy too. Lovely hands mean a lovely you. Hi ho, safe in snow. Wash your dishes in ivory snow. Let your hands tell you why ivory snow is so wonderful for dishwashing. Wash your dishes with ivory snow as millions do. When you see how ivory snow pampers your hands, you'll know it's ideal. It's ivory mild, ivory pure, and it's granulated for speed. No soap made is faster for dishes or kinder to hands than ivory snow. Remember, it's ivory mild and granulated for efficiency. Yes, for speedier dishwashing, for snow white hands, try wonderful ivory snow. And this is Ken Niles on behalf of Prell Shampoo, wishing you a pleasant summer and reminding you to tune in to The Life of Riley when it returns next October 7th over this NBC station. Goodbye! This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.